Rachel. So I am popping in to, well, I'm giving you an update of everything that's been going on with me. It's been literally like over a week since we even did our voice notes. And so I just thought I would pop in and then catch up before our, our recording on um, Wednesday next week. I am currently in Manchester, well, I'm on my way to Manchester, hence the car, um, because I am visiting a client tonight and also tomorrow. It's the same client but different companies, which is lovely. I'm really excited to get to see what they do in practice. They're both non-profits, um, like really, really nice clients to work with. Um, and obviously for our listeners, in the time since we've last did a voice note, I've had my hen do, which was... The most incredible weekend of my entire life. I had so much fun. I don't know what I was expecting. I was really nervous. Um, I had this really weird anxiety where, like, you know, I know it's my Hindu, and I'm looking forward to uh, kind of being the centre of attention, blah, blah, blah. It sounds really self-important, but um, I really do my best to make sure that everyone, when I'm celebrating them, feels like important in the sense of attention feels loved and I knew that it was obviously my turn I guess with my birthday and my handy but um I was really nervous because I didn't want to be the centre of attention and I, I get sometimes with um anxiety I get overstimulated and find things too noisy, too loud and particularly nightclubs. And I just yeah, find them a bit intimidating and I get a bit overwhelmed. So um I um, was a bit apprehensive, and I just didn't know what to expect. But my sister, the absolute legend that she is, pulled it out of the park. She gave me the most incredible, incredible Hindu birthday of my life. It, it was everything that Pinterest would have needed uh, and, and more. And um, it was just incredible. And she's just so brilliant. And it, you know what was beautiful? I have so many incredible friends and people that I love that turned up for me and just gave me the most incredible weekend. Um, so, um, and then despite a few little bits of drama here and there, which is always the case, when you get a massive group of girls together and lots of personalities, um, it was actually so much easier than I was expecting, so much simpler. And it was just beautiful. I had I had the most incredible weekend. Um, and, yeah, so it was beautiful. And I'm sure we'll be sharing the pictures on our um, kind of our Instagram uh, page. Um, and so then, yeah, it was my birthday. And I came home. I was absolutely exhausted. I decided to stay an extra night on my own just to sleep. I had five hours sleep the whole weekend. Um, and Katie did the sensible thing, didn't you, darling, of going to sleep. So early so I'm so very proud of you for making that decision because I do not know when to stop um and I'm so wide and excited all weekend I just had the best time um and then I'm trying to think yeah and then I just I was trying to get back into the swing of things this week and then unfortunately on Wednesday morning um obviously you know that Dennis died um he found his dad in the morning and he has a brother there's two brother rabbits um and so I had this Scoop off with Dorito to vet um, to make sure nothing was wrong with him. And even though he seemed fine, he was actually very poorly. Um, and so we, I've been looking after him for the last few days. And um, it's actually resulted in me losing a client. 
because of my hen do slash rabbit situation, unfortunately. Um, and maybe for the best reasons, but yeah, it's, it's uh, been a wild week. And obviously now I'm off to um, Manchester, so I've just had the craziest week. I hope you're well, my darling, um, and I hope you're having a good week and a good weekend. I know you're away, um, and you're going to have the best time ever. So please do some pics over. And yeah, I'm just so excited to catch up with you, and I will keep you in the loop with what's going on and I'll keep you in the loop with what Tad Dorito is doing. Um, he seems to be better, um, although it's really hard to tell with a prey animal whether they're well or not. So, um, yeah, I will um, catch up with you later, my darling, keep you in the loop and have a wonderful, wonderful um, weekend away. Sending lots of love. Hello, my dear. Um... I'm glad you are having a good time in Manchester. Um, I'm just about to do my last lesson of the evening. Um, and then I've got a few, yeah, few lessons tomorrow morning and then off to the seaside. Bloody long way, but we'll have a great time. Um, and this is me putting my toe in of camping because I'm not a camper. I don't mind like roughing it as such it's just i don't sleep very well but to be honest we've got a double bed it's in like a yurt thing it'll be great um so not really camping at all to be honest um but no i can officially say that your handu was bloody marvelous um i think given we were away there was alcohol involved lots of emotion 25 women i mean it could have been a car crash but it was far from it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, got to swim and steam room and sauna and had a massage and got to dress up and got to see lots of lovely people and just have a laugh. So, yeah, it was brilliant, and I can completely understand how you were nervous. It's always that stupid thing of that you think that somehow it's going to reflect on you if it goes badly, which, of course, is complete rubbish. Um... But yeah, there's always that anxiety and especially I imagine when you're being a host, it's like you've got to be on it and up for it and happy all the time. Um, it's almost like a performance really, isn't it? It's exhausting. But yeah, it was brilliant. Um, so yeah, I suppose a busy week and for all of us again. Um, but yeah, it'll be nice to catch up next week. I'm glad Dorito is taking one for the team and being an absolute hero and soldiering on and yeah i think this this week's episode will have to go out to our bunny friend dennis god bless him um but yeah sending lots of hugs because losing pets is a horrible thing so yeah lots and lots of love um and i'll speak to you soon Hey, I love this. I'm so excited for you to camp. Um, the yurt sounds good. And don't forget to take your earplugs. Um, this is going to involve a lot of yawning. <sighs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I've had a great time today. It's been so good. Um, I've been at a session for one of my clients, um, which is for children and young people with additional needs. And it's just really, really nice. 
um, to have been involved in the planning and everything right up to this moment, which is the first session of six. So really, really exciting. Um, and yeah, so um, really good. And a very lovely uh, girl today told me that um, I'm very jolly and I have a high pitched voice, which I took as a lovely compliment, um, which is very, very sweet. And yeah, just had an all round excellent evening. So um, really good. And I'm hitting the hay now. I've got a good fight on. I've watched all The Good Wife again and I'm now on The Good Fight. And I just love this programme. I love lawyer programmes, anything to do with police, procedurals, anything like that. Um, and yeah, I hope you um, have a fantastic time after your lessons are over in the morning, heading down. Um, I'm off to a forest school tomorrow, which is really exciting. And yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, that's me. Um, I know, bless him, I've just FaceTimed with Dorito and he seems to be doing well as well. Aaron said he had a few heart attack moments where um, Dorito like, lies down on his side. Um, but he's just snoozing, living his best life. So um, yeah, no, he seems to be doing well. Um, so feeling optimistic about that one. And... Um, yeah, then it poor Dennis, you know, it's so sad. Um the biggest sadness I feel is that Dorito hasn't got his partner anymore, you know, like they're companion animals, so it's really sad. So um I've been chatting with the vet about next steps and what to do and that kind of thing. So we're gonna get him through um to Christmas and then we'll we'll see. Um Maisie is loving and hating her new partner. Um, she one minute loves him and the next minute she's just very cautious that there is a, another furry being in our house because um, all she will have ever known is them living outside so yeah big big change for her um, but poor Aaron he's doing well he's holding down the fort um, and he is yeah giving them both attention um, yes yeah, so that's very sweet no, so your your camping trip sounds very exciting. I can't wait to see. Um, I hope your lessons have gone well this week. I know. Uh, for me, returning to normal life after um, kind of a busy weekend like that can be really like, um, yeah, all over the place. So, um, and it has definitely been an all over the place week for me this week. So, um yeah, no, I, I love that you've, you're you back in the swing, but you're also taking a nice weekend off. All about that self-care, lovely. All about it. Um, I am closing my eyes now to go to sleep, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Hello. Hello. We're back, and we're, like, speeding through this because I am, like, half an hour late, and I've got a meeting at two. So <laughs> my brain is frazzled. So, yeah. We're all it, life, huh? Yeah, seriously. So with me, I have just a dash out to drop off some stuff for a friend who's got COVID. I'm going away tonight and so I'm leaving at four. And all my meetings from Thursday have been moved to Wednesday. And Wednesday's a busy day anyway, so it's like squished. Oh my God. When someone was like, do you want to have a meeting at four? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right, thanks. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and I've got boyfriend's car breaking and just stuff, him dealing with things where it's all like, all shit happens at once. And 
I'm trying to support him and not crumble at the same time because you know when someone you care about is struggling it's really hard not to take on all that it's on you um but we're all fine we're all in one piece it's all (laughs) hunky-dory and it's just been a mad week few weeks weekends anyway because we we're both jam-packed at weekends aren't we yeah (laughs) george can't get words out honestly it's like mental we've had the hendu yeah what else have we had i've been in manchester for work i'm going to surrey tonight yeah work is nuts yeah 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 uh yeah it was hendo then i was away last weekend all the way down south in a tent with two small children it was mad uh but good mad um i'm seeing my friend in bristol this weekend then the weekends do calm down a little bit but like works a bit all over the place my brain has been going mental um it's kind of a well adam has met my parents but it's proper going out first proper meeting tomorrow so I've got like life I just you know Christmas will be really calm it'll all calm down and be nice and quiet won't it I'm so looking forward to it because I will have like a week at least where I don't have any clients things from me immediately like it's fine it's good it's busy but you know when literally it's like firefighting there's like no proactiveness yeah. going on and then I went to my accountant yesterday and got my tax bill Woo! yeah I'm lucky that I did mine really early so I've been saving for mine mine's massive I'm so upset yeah and I had to pay my accountant's fee as well which I need to pay today yeah it's it's not fun I pay for a wedding I paid a hundred quid for my rabbit. Get better. I got paid for the accountant. I got paid for my tax bill, and everything's due in January. Yeah. So. so basically, living off lettuce with no heating for a couple of months, babe. Yeah, seriously. Like nobody's getting anything for Christmas. I was just on the phone to my sister in the car, and I was like, she said that somebody she knows is doing like a secret Santa for their family. And I was like, that is such a good idea. Can we not do that? I'll just have one present. I don't care. Mm-hmm yeah or have a five pound and under rule <laughs> yeah and then she's like but i've already bought things for people i was like oh well, never mind i've bought anything for anyone i'm usually so organized at christmas this year's been a shambles i've forgotten birthdays i texted someone last week and said oh i tell oh. her i texted someone last week and said happy birthday and she's like it's not until next Saturday. <laughs> i mean the thoughts there babe it's fine yeah um, but yeah, it's all just a bit of a, it, it's, and as a, a niche, quieter, it's not like, but I think the thing is with Christmas and it's something that I have to remind myself of, you have a choice on how mental to make Christmas. I know it's all my own fault. Like, but it's the same with anybody and anybody listening at the end of the day, like, and you're dreading how mental Christmas is going to be. Don't do it to yourself. Yeah, I know. Like, if you spend loads, don't. If you are here, there and everywhere, and I, I, it's easier said than done, I know, when we've got family obligations and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you've got to put yourself and your health and mental health first. 
and actually probably and you know running around to all these relatives your relatives would probably appreciate a bite of christmas as well i know so say and the thing is i always think like and what i'm thinking you know trying to do is that we all get so mental for like leading up to the 25th and then the 25th to like except new year's eve and New Year's Day, well, not even New Year's Day, just even New Year's Eve. From the 25th of December to the 31st of January, there is fuck all on. Mm-hmm. No one's doing anything. So I always think, you know, all these relatives that you plan on seeing and all these events that you plan on doing, I know some of it is, you know, Christmas markets are only on at Christmas, but then some of them aren't. Some of them go into January. Like, why do we try and funnel everything into a week as the saying goes not just for christmas it's for life not you know spread it out a bit yeah 100 i just can't be bothered <laughs> or just don't do it don't spread it out just go you know what fuck off <laughs> i'm staying cocooned in my house no one can near me and just like i just like, I know that a lot of it is a choice over what you choose to do with your time, mm-hmm. who you choose to see and prioritise it. But sometimes there is just too much to fit it all in. And it's difficult not to offend people. Yeah. You know, like, it's difficult to say, like, I'm busy. And then they can see that you're off doing something. 100%. That's so yeah. difficult to manage expectations. It, I, I do think it's that. Uh, and I can't remember where I got it from, but I'm, I know it goes around. I, I know it's a, it's a thing that goes around Instagram and social media and stuff is that as a nation, we are getting so much better at, at accepting that mental health and poor mental health is a thing, but we're still very bad accepting of the consequences of that. Yeah. So, you know, you you say it's okay if a friend of yours says they have anxiety, depression, anything like that. But then if you're if they then cancel on you at the last minute or they don't want to come to things or they maybe say something that they don't mean. We can't handle that. Yeah. Do you know what? I saw a thread on Twitter yesterday, last night. Okay. And like I retweeted it this morning because said about six months ago, I turned off every single notification on my phone. Nothing lights up my screen now. Looking at others doing it, I used to think, God, no, obviously I need to go to see WhatsApp and maybe my work emails. But here's the difference it made. One, I rarely get distracted by my phone in working hours. It's around me and I still pick it up for work stuff, but that's related to itself. Two, I don't get distracted by my phone in my personal life. It never lights up during dinner. Um... And I'm not rude to people what I'm talking to. Three, I never miss anything. I thought I'd miss urgent things or stress about situations unfolding without my input. Doesn't happen. And when it's urgent, they call. And trust me, they rarely ever call. My downtime is my downtime. People have different working schedules to me. That's cool. That's their business. I don't even see it. It doesn't come up on my phone. Mm-hmm. People have learned better boundaries with me. Friends WhatsApp and now reply when I want to. Clients rarely WhatsApp. I feel way less overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Um, yeah. I've done loads of work on feeling reducing feeling overwhelmed and anxious um the notion that we as a society should be on at all times is ridiculous it's unhealthy you can't be relaxing if late work emails are popping up you can't focus if your mate is texting you about their shit date although you can save it for later 
don't need to apologize about being not attentive to everyone all the time it doesn't you also don't need to not apply just because you're actively busy busy you can be proactively not busy and that's the point you're not a robot you're a human yeah. you need different modes times focuses um turn off your damn notifications like so this is lauren nine dudley on twitter so i've done this yeah yeah and i retweeted this and i said like i've done this and you would not believe how some people react to a 24-hour waiting period for apply yeah and that and and that's the thing like as i said we're we're getting used to the idea of people struggling but we don't like it when that struggling affects us yeah um and also where there's nothing stopping other people coming to you wise i feel this a lot you know like i feel sometimes like i'm always the one that goes to other people and like makes my arrangements for them and like when's anybody turned to my house no yeah you're right and and it's a difficult one in terms of there will be a group of people that actually if you stopped would start because actually it comes from, and I, I don't mean this negatively because I know I've done it, everybody does it. It comes from a place of ease and selfishness, which is perfectly normal and naivety of not even thinking about. So there's a group of people that if you stop doing that would go, oh shit, and start being proactive. It shouldn't be like that, but that's reality and that's okay. You know, <laughs> as creatures, we want the easiest path possible. There would be a group of people that would kick off and you'd never see again. Mm. But actually you start thinking, well, and? (laughs) Yeah, where are they? Like, and actually maybe that's a sign that they're the people that are sapping our energy and actually getting rid of them would help in our mental health overall anyway. Mm -hmm. So, but it's a hard one because we all want to be liked Mm. We all want to be seen as nice as human beings. You know, we, we want to, we want to be praised. We want to be seen well. Our egos love it. Mm. But there comes a point where actually it starts damaging us. Mm. And actually someone leaving our lives that shouldn't be in there actually isn't as bad as we think it will be. Yeah. And do you know what I really struggle with? sometimes I really struggle with this and like this is something I preach and then really struggle to do in my own life but recognizing that it's not my opinion it's not my it's not none of my business what other people think of me that's really hard though to like practice yeah and like I keep having to remind myself that other people's perception of me is not me yeah that's their perception yeah. So if that's an incorrect perception, like I don't have to correct that, which I find really difficult because I want people to know yeah. who yeah. I am and that I always mean well. And do you know what I mean? But it's really hard to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's, that. yeah, it's a completely normal human thing to want to be liked. I mean, at the end of the day, it it's a biological thing that back in the age of when we lived in caves, we needed it because if we pissed everyone off, then we'd be kicked out of the cave and we'd die and get eaten by hyenas. And not quite, but you know what I mean? Whereas now, actually, it's not like that. We don't, we don't need to cling on to people for survival. Mm. You know, and actually, ironically, it ends up harming us this whole idea of as you say that 
yeah, people have to like us. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, but I always, I always cling on to, and tr- in these moments when I am struggling with that, I always cling on to the people that really love and care about me. Yeah. And would understand. Yeah. That's what I have to tell myself. Yeah. Um, and if they do kick off and if they don't understand, then obviously we're different people, got different values, and actually. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. It's really difficult, isn't it? It's just like. And I also think there is something on if someone reacts badly that might not be the end of it they you know that I, th- I feel like there are lots of people in the world and I'm definitely one of them that can act a little bit too impulsively yeah I am 100% um, impulsive when someone reacts badly to you your immediate thought is they're never going to speak to me ever again they hate me yeah it's so true actually yeah they might just be a little annoyed at you but maybe they've just reacted and actually give them a day or two have a chat it'll all be fine yeah they don't hate you they were just annoyed at that one they're not annoyed at you they're annoyed at that one particular behavior have made an assumption themselves yeah talk about it later, a couple of days later as grown-ups talk it out when we've all had a chance to cool down and it's all fine yeah 100 percent um so I think that's kind of a important thing to remember which I don't so no, this I don't remember that either <laughs> do you know what I'm so sensitive to people saying that I'm a sensitive person like I know I'm sensitive it is a character trait I do take things personally I do worry but when someone says that to me how it cuts deep I think it's that thing of being sensitive it all goes back to doesn't it and I'm exactly the same being sensitive emotional is a negative thing but I think it comes down to again that as a as a population we're not good at managing other people's upset we're not very good at dealing with other people being upset so when we're kind of we're used to someone going oh why are you being so sensitive actually it's because if you say that it's because you don't know how to deal with those negative emotions yeah do you know what i've just googled why do i why do i care what people think (laughs) (laughs) that is a deep and meaningful google search for a wednesday afternoon there's a bbc test do i care too much about what people think of me let's do the test Shall we do the test? Okay. The science. Seeking right. approval from others in our personal business lives is not unusual, but in a world where we live so much of our lives online, the approval of others is more and more relevant. Okay. Are you a, te- are you a people pleaser? Let's do the quiz. Right. Hang on. Oh, God. Take the test. Okay. It's not what I meant. BBC. You are tired oh. and your best friend begs you to go out to, to dinner to celebrate <laughs> her new job. You say... A, I need an early night. B, I'll be okay, let's go. C, a film and a takeaway. D, how about the weekend? Um, mm, 
Mm. I do B, C, and D. (laughs) (laughs) Your best friend begs you to go out to dinner. I would probably say, how about the weekend? Yeah, I'm going to select that one. You You don't. People believe that she does the same as me. Right, you know what? I'm not going to tell you your answer. No, okay. You have a friend who's always in crisis and she calls at midnight in tears, needing to talk. You're exhausted and want to go to bed. So, you listen, it's important. B, that's the only thing there. No, you see, I I think that's different because a friend who is always, oh, always in crisis. (laughs) Hey, chat tomorrow. B, listen, it's important. C, listen for 10 minutes. D, ignore and go to bed. Mine is, listen, it's important. I think that question is insinuating that they are a bit of a drama queen. Yeah, probably. But I do have drama queens in my life. Like, I don't mind. It's okay. I would go see, listen for 10 minutes. So I would listen, absolutely. You'd set dead. But (laughs) if it was someone, for example, that never calls me and... Like, it, it, and even if this person is always in crisis, but they go and tell me, oh, my cat's just died or my, um, so, no, something genuinely heart- heartbreaking. Of course, I'd say, listen, it's important. Yeah. It so depends, you know, doesn't it? Yeah, it completely depends. Um, your boss asks you to do extra hours without overtime pay. Oh, lols. A, you've got to be joking. B, can I have time in lieu? Absolutely, I'm on it. Time back next week. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is kind of hard for someone who is completely self-employed. For an extra three hours without overtime pay, um, time back next week. So, of course, I'll help you out if you need my help, but I'm not doing it for free. I always, I always get myself in that trap. You and your colleague work together. Do you know what my problem is? I I am so invested in other people's things that I will willingly do that for a while. And then when it becomes taken for granted, that's when I really struggle. My mental health suffers. Yeah. So when it's expected and not offered, I really struggle. So I have to learn to like set boundaries really early on. Yeah. Otherwise, I just screw myself over in the long run. Yeah. You and your colleague work together on a report. And at the meeting, he takes full credit for it. So you... Say nothing, cry later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> e, say you did 50%. C, ask him to credit you, or D, forget about it. I always say nothing and cry later. Mm, yeah, to be honest, in this situation, I probably would. Yeah, and then I would forget because it after two weeks. I, I wouldn't want to deal with the confrontation in a meeting, because quite often, if you, you know, in a meeting, you're with superiors, so I wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I... I mm, I, I vent to my friends about it. I'm like, guess who this arsehole I work with is? See, I would probably say I would ask him to credit you, but I'd say nothing and cry first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the next day after you had 24 hours to think about yeah, it. Yeah, and once I've talked to my dad and all this kind of stuff, I would go and say, would you mind rectifying that? Because I love the next question. Oh, God. I know people that do all of these. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Friends put some photos on social media which upset you. She has gone out with friends and not invited you. So you. A post your own photos. B talk to her about it. 
C, give up social media, and D, show her, show you like her photos. So I guess like her photos. I would do D. I do as well. But I know people that would do you do C. Yeah. I know people that would do A in like a retaliatory thing. Yeah. I don't know many people that do B. If it was a really, really good friend, I would probably talk to them, but it'd be like a few weeks later when we've had yeah. a drink and I can be like, oh, you're really upset when you did this. But yeah. also I'm really, really, really trying and failing, but trying to recognize that some people like, like she can go out with her own friends. Yeah, you see, the thing is, is like the, you know, my small group of friends at home, we are fully aware that we go out with two of us go out because two of them work together and I've left that yeah workplace at work but I've left so the two of them go out together with other people from work and all that kind of stuff now I know others in my situation and maybe like to start with I did feel a bit jealous but what I've got to remember is I'm not in that circle anymore and them going out together doesn't mean they haven't gone oh let's go out and let's leave Katie behind yeah I know same they've been asked as a work thing and I know they see each other without me but that doesn't mean and I see some of them without other and it's it's wouldn't you know what once you meet a group of friends that is like that and it doesn't matter it's so much easier yeah but in that situation I would always like it probably to acknowledge that I do know about it and not necessarily in a bitchy way but like I know about it and you know what it's fine it might not be fine but that's it's whether they purposely hide it from you or if they're purposely putting them up to go ha ha fuck you yeah yeah which actually I think meant most people, I know there's some people that are like that, in which case then you need to talk to her about it or not be a friend anymore because she's a bitch. But I think a lot of the time it's lack of thought slash there's nothing in it. Yeah. And there's more like, reaction you need to deal with. Yeah. And the people that do that, like rub it in your face kind of thing, aren't really friends. Well, no, you need to have a word with them because you need to let them go yeah frankly and also most time I don't want to go either not in an offensive way but I just don't that's the thing and a lot of the time I've learned from experience genuinely friends have gone out without me because they're bored of me saying no and actually it hurts of course it does but you have to be you have to take responsibility for how your actions affect other people now i'm not saying your actions were wrong you did the right thing for you but that does have consequences yeah i wish i said no more as well like i used to go out when i really didn't want to just because i didn't want to miss out i had fear of missing out like fomo is a huge thing and but um, you can't then be upset when you see them out if you've said no yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah that's That's an issue with yourself not with them absolutely you you know and even if they haven't asked you but you've had a history of you have been saying no you have not been going or you have been leaving early and stuff like that that's perfectly okay but you have to acknowledge their feelings as well and neither's in the wrong you've just got to be okay with your decision at the time and know that that might affect other people both positively and negatively 
But that's yeah. their problem and your reaction's yours. Yeah. We've got question six, okay? Yeah. You're in a queue at the post office and someone blatantly pushes past you to the window without a word. So you, one, protest, I was first. B, shrug your shoulders. C, play on your phone. Or D, make a token attempt. It depends what mood I'm in. I'll either let it go or I will say, excuse me, the queue's at the back. Yeah. Depends what mood I'm in. If I'm in a pissy mood, I'll tell them. Yeah. Like, my friends laugh at me, yeah, because I'm not confrontational, but I have no problem complaining about things. Yeah. And it's like, they always go, like, it's so embarrassing. But I don't... Oh, that's my I don't like falling out with people, and I don't, but there's only so... There's, like, so much you can deal with. Like, I don't mind complaining if I go to yeah. restaurant and things are bad. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think it completely depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Um, so you're at a local fundraising event and they want volunteers you are very busy but when they ask for helpers to clear up the chairs and rubbish you a stay behind and help b help for 20 minutes (laughs) sidle out before the end or d say yes but go home that's i don't like d i would help i would do b but i wouldn't necessarily be 20 minutes it would be how long i've got if yeah. I really have to go, if I've got a meeting with a client or something like that, I will go. Yeah. Because I think in that situation, you worry that, oh, well, what if nobody else stays? Mm. But the thing is, is that's not your problem either. If, if, you do, if, you're, if you're making the excuse that you're busy and you're leaving, well, then that's completely different. Yeah. If you have actually, if you have got plans that if you if you stay and it will affect you, then that is perfectly different. So I will probably say B, help for twenty minutes. I'll help for as long as I can. Okay. And probably be a bit late, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you are with a group of new acquaintances and have limited funds. You go to the pub together and A, buy in the first round. B suggest sharing around c buy your own drink or d duck when you're it's your turn i always buy the first round always I, like not even the first round i just always buy a round of drinks i would go see Jane. i'd probably go i'm i'm really sorry i can't really i can't afford to do a round okay can we guess what my answer is <laughs> <laughs> well you've already said it's a <laughs> No, I mean, like, the actual quiz answer. Oh, well, I think you're a bit of a people pleaser, my dear. Yeah, the option for the thing are, you're a people pleaser, you'll sit on the fence, or you're not a people pleaser. I'm a people people pleaser. pleaser. But I think you're more than me. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I I think, depending on my mood, if if I'm hormonal or upset, I will cave. But actually, and especially, it's something that's happened in the last year or two my forcefulness will come out and I will politely say no. Yeah. That's not happening. Within reason. Like, obviously, if someone needs help or I have got time or whatever, of course I will. You know, if it depends, like with a meeting one, if it's a paying client, I'm out of there because I've got a mortgage to pay and I'm not doing that. There's other people. And if they don't, that's that's their issue because... Yeah, but, you know, if it means being five or ten minutes late for something that's not overly important to help someone else, I think that's a nice thing to do. 
I don't think that's you. And because I like doing stuff like that because I know when things get returned for me, I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I, I, I think there's a big difference between being nice for being nice, not to expect anything in return, just to be a nice person is very different from people pleasing. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, I think it all comes down to how negatively is this impacting you? If it's really negatively, then it is people pleasing. But actually, if it's just a mild inconvenience to help someone out, then that's okay if you want to do it. But if you don't, don't. It's it's hard. It's really hard. hard. Honestly, I can't even... But I think for people like us who are sensitive, who are people pleasers, um, I think it's learning that it is a continuous line and you don't have to go from being a people pleaser to saying no, selfish, not doing anything for anyone anymore. It's that noticing, you know, right now, I the person that needs help is me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go now. Yeah, like them boundaries, people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? I feel that was a bit of a whirlwind. It was. It was exactly not what we were going to talk about, but I feel like it was fun. Your <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, because I feel like everyone wants to do that quiz. So you want to know if you're a people pleaser? Well, I think most people, I think, you know, the, what's ironic is you know you're a people pleaser. You just want confirmation from others, which is highly ironic. Yeah. The people pleasers will want to do the quiz because they will want to feel <laughs> ratified. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to link it on social media. So people will share it. Because if anything, it's as we did, it's it's a good even if you know what the answer is going to be, it's I think it's really important that you think about in certain scenarios, what would I do? Is when you see it in paper, it's a lot easier to recognize that maybe that's not a healthy behavior or you know what actually that's okay if I do that yeah um but yeah well we're gonna have to go because you've got me haven't you George yeah (laughs) I'm I'm going I got like yeah welcome to our life but yeah bye yeah see you later (laughs) (laughs) bye you're on a voice note in a bit (laughs)